This is a Federal News Network podcast. Cyber mischief makers know you're teleworking and they're trying to take advantage of it. Now, you might not still carry a BlackBerry device, but your email security may in fact still be protected by the company's software. Here with tips on maintaining good security, BlackBerry's Vice President of Secure Communications, David Wiseman. Mr. Wiseman, good to have you on. Thank you, Tom. So what are the concerns now with so many people teleworking? And, of course, email, I think, remains the primary way that people communicate, certainly in the federal government. What is going on and what can people do to prevent it? Unfortunately, right now, we're seeing a big surge in all types of attacks. And these are typically by pretty sophisticated entities that have put systems in place, and now they've really started to ramp them up. So uh, from a work-from-home perspective, kind of two things come into play. The first is, you know, it is a lot easier to target people on their home networks. But the second is, with so many people working from home, you know, the staffs typically aren't in place back in the corporate data centers to provide the uh, levels of monitoring and everything that you would want with this uh, increased number of attacks. So uh, there are definitely some things that uh, government employees can do personally to help protect themselves. Yes, that's right, because often to do email, you do not need to log on to the VPN that you would have to do to do the other applications that your agency hosts, correct? Oh, that's correct. You know, a lot of agencies have been able to set up uh, email where you can get it on a mobile device or even on your computer without a VPN connection. And that's good for two reasons. One, it's a lot more usable when you're outside the office. And the second reason there is once you do open up a VPN, if it's on a personal device, that's a channel back into the enterprise, which you know becomes a high-risk point. So the home networks then, people have Comcast or they have Verizon or these things. What are the particular dangers with that? Because phishing can get you no matter what network you're on. Oh, that, that's right. Though, though phishing, you know, the attacks can be even uh, stronger on you at home just because there aren't as many security uh, firewalls and systems in place as you would have at your office you know, for protecting you from that type of attack. But I think one of the key things is as much as possible, use your, your government email to do your business. Use the government-issued equipment and don't slide into using your personal email accounts or your personal consumer messaging or cloud storage. That might be easy, particularly if you're starting to you know, work more remotely with contractors and, and, and other parties. But that just really expands the risk vector to you personally and to your agency. And just describe briefly the architecture by which the BlackBerry network, which still runs, even though people don't have the devices, which, by the way, still have the best keyboards ever. And I don't care what they oh. say, no Apple keyboard. <laughs> yeah, I still, I still miss those too. <laughs> yeah. But uh, how does that fit into the ecosystem nowadays? Yeah, what we do nowadays is we provide a, a container that's on people's Apple device or their Android device or their PC or their Mac, and that's a secure container that uh, gives them access uh, to their email. And all of the network traffic and everything for that email runs through uh, BlackBerry's uh, NOC, or Network Operations Center, where we're doing continuous security monitoring, monitoring for threats, and then making sure that the email is um, continuing to move and not, you know, subject to denial of surface attacks and things such as that. But uh, that's how, you know, without the VPN connections, uh, by using the BlackBerry containers and the BlackBerry network, federal employees are able to get their information on their government mobile devices. And we're actually working a lot right now with a, a number of DOD agencies, how we could quickly start to make that available on bring your own devices. Because, um, you know, not all government employees have, you know, government-issued equipment. Now they're having to work from home. 
We're speaking with David Wiseman. He's vice president of secure communications at BlackBerry. So that's one more reason to use only the federal government account to send things. But I guess if you have that container on your device, then that means you don't have access to, say, your photos and other materials outside of the container, but also on the device, correct? Correct in the sense that it segregates that information. So on the, in the container, you can have all of your government business. You know, if that includes documents and photos, they can be in there. But it's separate from any uh, personal documents, personal photos you may have outside the container on the device. And that's in a, when you're using a bring-your-own device. Obviously, if you're using government-issued equipment, you should only you know, have government materials on that. So what that means is if someone were to send you, say, a JPEG that has malicious something buried in it or a PDF and you opened it on your device, you could not forward it using the government email if the email is within that container? Uh, that's correct. And then one of the other things we're doing is uh, providing uh, AI-based smart antivirus to actually protect from you know, when those types of situations happen, even zero-day attacks where you know when someone does open a JPEG or some other attachment, uh, we can basically instantly notice that there's a problem and lock that uh, particular document or that particular piece of software down. So that's another technique that's starting to be applied, you know, this AI-based machine learning technology for protecting from those type of attacks. And that operates on the fly. That's correct. It, it operates. Uh, it, a model's been built by looking at billions and billions of attacks you know, over the last decade, and then it's able to run independently on the device. So you know, even if it can't be constantly updated, it can still protect you from brand new attack vectors. And what about agencies using Office 365 email or Google email? Now, I know that the versions they use are not the same versions that consumers have, but does that complicate things when you're on cloud email as opposed to your own exchange server? If you're using the government cloud emails, they are you know, very secure. And one of the things we do at BlackBerry is we provide connectivity between the BlackBerry containers and things such as Office 365. So from our perspective, it's, you know, it's just another mail server, but we're providing some a special security in conjunction with Microsoft there so that when you are working on things like Word files or PowerPoints or Excels, you still can maintain the security of that through the whole process. All right. What else do people need to know? Yeah, I think the other thing is uh, one of the challenges is when people are working remotely for the first time, you know, how do you stay in touch with them and, and, and provide accurate information to all of your employees and get feedback on their situation? So that's another area we've been uh, helping the government agencies with is this kind of crisis communication. About 75% of the federal agencies were using BlackBerry systems to reach their employees. But then also accountability of how can people report back what their personal situation is and how can they communicate between agencies. So the, the challenge here is with everyone being so distributed, you know, how do you know the information you're getting is timely and accurate? And that's what we've been working with a number of agencies on. And has the phishing situation, which I guess relates to that, because you need to know that the email you got is who, you, who it's from you think it's from, is that on the increase also now? Yeah, we've seen a big increase in the attacks. Uh, a phishing, uh, identity spoofing, which you just mentioned there, is, is a big one. Uh, that comes in beyond just emails. We see that a lot now on um, mobile phones. People experience that at home all the time, where you get a caller ID that looks like someone you know, but it isn't. Those attacks are ramping up. And then also identity spoofing on consumer messaging systems that you're chatting with someone. I think it's my colleague, but it's not really. 
And uh, so big surges and all those types of attacks. Yeah. So what's your best advice for the people, say, that would normally be monitoring from a location in the federal agency that are doing it remotely? What's your best advice for them right now? Yeah, I'd say four things come to mind. One we mentioned is you know, if you have the government-issued hardware, use it. If you have to use your personal equipment, if possible, you know, dedicate just one device just for work. Keep it off you know, what you're doing from your personal life. That'll minimize the attack vector. Putting some of the new AI-based antivirus technology on that equipment, personal equipment. And then the other is don't mix your work and your personal communications in the same channels. And what that means is if you don't have access to your government email, don't just use your regular personal email. Set up a you know Gmail or Outlook account or something and just dedicate it for use for that uh, work business. And the same thing in terms of any type of a messaging technology because that, that's going to protect you because there's you have closer visibility on the information that's flowing in that account. And it's going to also help you from making uh, you know, any accidental mistakes in terms of you know forwarding people the incorrect emails. David Wiseman is Vice President of Secure Communications at BlackBerry. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you. We'll post this interview at federalnewsnetwork.com slash Federal Drive. Hear the Federal Drive on your schedule. Subscribe at Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Stay up to date on your agency's latest responses to coronavirus. Visit our special resource page at federalnewsnetwork.com. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and, well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at Pluralsight.com vision. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. 